Hey, before we get started today, I wanted to share that I'll be launching the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training in just a couple weeks here in uh, September 9th, 2019. If you're listening to this after that, you can still check out this page because I'll be opening that training again every spring and fall. So it's a in-depth immersion into all aspects of yoga, meditation, philosophy, spirituality, including some parts on Vedic astrology. So if you're interested more in the yoga aspect of things and wanting to understand all that goes into that, from being a student all the way to being a teacher, you can learn at quietmind.yoga/ytt and see what the training's about, see if you might be interested. And you can check out my other podcasts where I talk more about those topics, the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast and the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast. Learn more at quietmind.yoga/ytt and you can learn more about yoga, meditation, philosophy, spirituality, the history of it all. And it all runs parallel to what you learn in astrology in Vedic astrology. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, where we talk about all things to do with Vedic Astrology or Jyotish, the study and science of light and how the planets, stars and all that stuff happening outside as above, so below, how it affects our personal lives, our work, career, relationships, and in particular today, all the things to do with our creative expression. So if you're not familiar with any of the houses yet, go back to the first episode in this series of season three, where I talk about the overview of the houses, and you can get the free guide at quietmind.yoga houses to follow along and take your own notes to put this into your own words. That's when you really start to learn and ingrain this stuff so that you can understand your birth chart and understand transits that are happening and follow along as things progress throughout your life and we're unraveling the karma in our lifetime and we do that through the dashas which i'll talk about in future series and we do that by looking at the houses and what planets are in your houses in your birth chart and that can that's going to tell you a lot about uh, your sort of predisposition towards different things so you could have a certain planet in your house uh, maybe in your fifth house for example like you have uh, say saturn in your fifth house in your birth chart Right, that's going to give you one particular aspect and understanding of what's happening there, but transits later in life could affect that. The dasha period later can affect that. Uh, if you get married, that can affect that. Uh, so we're just starting with one basic overview of just one aspect here of what the fifth house is in general. So if we want to understand uh, the fifth house, it helps to look at Leo, the sign that is associated with the fifth house. And also the planet Jupiter is another uh, the planet that's associated with the fifth house. So just Leo and Jupiter qualities put together. So I've already talked about both of those in past episodes. You start to put that together, and this is how we get to understand that the fifth house is about our creativity and our creative expression and a sense of play and fun. And if you're going to have children, if you have difficulties with children or if you're going to have many children or no children, these can be understood from the fifth house. And this is really just in general about the self-expression that brings you pleasure. So things you enjoy to do that bring you a sense of fulfillment and expression. This could be like dancing or arts or writing or making music. 
So again, all depends on what's going on in the house, but this is generally where you would look to understand those aspects. If you're thinking about publishing a book or publishing a podcast, looking at your fifth house can help you understand when might be the best time to do that or why there might be some delays or restrictions in that area. This is your ability to bring uh, innovation and novel ideas to old concepts because the fourth house is about tradition like family tradition and uh, heritage and heirlooms things like that like i mentioned in the last episode but the fifth house is now more about bringing innovation and new perspective and insight to those old ideas it's really just everything you create is what's happening here in the in the fifth house and so that includes children and ability to have kids possibility of kids uh, issues with conception or possible miscarriage right? you can understand this from uh, malefic planets aspecting or in the fifth house or if there's benefic planets there an exception to that would be saturn which is a malefic planet but the often when saturn comes into the fifth house that actually can indicate a good time to have children because saturn is about delays and lessons over long periods of time and having a child is a very long period of time commitment so saturn there can actually sometimes indicate having children or a time that you're going to have children if Saturn's transiting there. This is about accomplishments as well. So like uh, finishing a project, like publishing uh, an episode of a podcast or publishing a book. Again, this knowing uh, what's happening in your fifth house can help you decide the best time to publish and finish those works. This is also the games you like to play and the kind of entertainment and recreation that you like. So if you aren't very much into a lot of recreation and games and play and maybe you have something like k2 or saturn here that's uh limiting that and making that not so interesting to you or if you really love entertainment and play and games maybe you have something here like like leo is here and uh, maybe jupiter is here and that would indicate a lot of emphasis on that this can also indicate speculative games and things that are uh, like financial risks, like putting money in the stock market. And this isn't like the long-term stock market. This is like more uh, buy, sell, buy, sell kind of things, short-term investments, sudden gains, sudden losses, uh, things like casinos, lotteries. This all can be seen from the fifth house. So if you like speculative gains, if you like going to the casino or gambling or things like that, if that brings you joy and pleasure, then maybe doing that when Jupiter is transiting your fifth house might bring you more fortune and luck. So in the mundane, for the general population, uh, the fifth house is help, helps you understand the general population, the birth rate, uh, national affairs, especially relating to entertainment, education, youth, and sports, and these sort of playful activities, recreational activities. Uh, this all can be seen from the fifth house as well. Yoga practices you can do to strengthen the fifth house would be like a playful vinyasa. And there's a specific teacher I know uh, in Austin who, who's very playful. She plays like dance music. She does like little dance breaks in her classes. She does partner stuff. And if all of that just makes you terrified of ever going to yoga class, then maybe you don't have a lot of that going on in the fifth house of like the playful planets. Uh, but if that's interesting to you, doing some sort of uh, vinyasa practice like that, you know, and if you're if you have uh, some challenges going on in the fifth house in any of these areas I mentioned, easing into that, doing something a little more playful, a little more out of your routine can help break that up and uh, bring a little more strength to the fifth house. Pranayama practices that are good for this include uh, breath retention. So this is 
expanding the lung capacity, expanding the breath, the inhales, and holding it in, our ability to hold and receive expansion. And this is Jupiter qualities. And also like growing and expanding and creating. So we're taking in breath and holding it. It's considered a Brahmana kind of breathing. Uh, increases the qualities of Brahman or creation as opposed to long enough breathing, which is more calming and relaxing, which you emphasize the exhale. A mudra you can do is Gyan Mudra, a thumb to index finger. This is probably the most common one you've ever seen. Uh, a lot of, even kids I, I meet who, who sort of mimic yoga and meditation, they'll do that. Uh, thumb and index finger together. Uh, and the index finger is considered the Jupiter finger. It's where we point and there's an expansive uh, sending energy kind of quality of when we point our fingers. You may, you can obviously probably think of times where you've done that. You just We use our index finger to point and direct energy. So it's considered the Jupiter finger. And when we bring the thumb to the index finger, that sort of seals that energy in and brings more of that expansive quality inward rather than pointing outward. So we can do the Gyan Mudra, the breath retention, and that can also that together can all help ex expand these Jupiter qualities, these playful qualities, these creative qualities, uh, and these Leo qualities. The sun is also uh, an indicator of the fifth house to a degree, because the sun rules Leo. So things like sun salutations, uh, increasing time out in the sun, anything that's sort of playful, can all like playing in the sun, sort of things like that, can all help increase and support these fifth house qualities as well. And so as always, if you want to learn more about your fifth house and what's in your birth chart, what's transiting there, you can schedule a reading at quietmind.yoga slash astrology. And you'll see the link there at the bottom of the page so we can schedule a meeting over video chat or phone chat and I can record it as well so you can review it and you'll get a copy of your birth chart. So if you want to know in depth what's going on in your fifth house, that's the best way to do it. Next week, we'll be talking all about the sixth house. And this is going to help you understand more to do with your day-to-day, -day, kind of your routines, and also to do with uh, enemies, which is fun and interesting. Uh, Maybe you don't think of having enemies, but this shows up in pretty interesting ways for people, which I'll talk about next week. And also anything to do with your health, concerns about health, good health, bad health, this all can be understood from the sixth house, which I'll share next week on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. Thanks for listening.